two, one, go. This is Ariel. This is Way. And this is Everybody's, Everybody's Basic. Basic. So Ariel, can I tell you about my date the other night? Yes, please do. So, okay, so, so I... Go out with this girl, and this is, um, I guess we call her Book Swap Girl. Book because, Swap Girl. Because I gave her Roxane Gay's Hunger, and she gave me um, an, one book, but ultimately it was uh, a c- collection of essays by James Baldwin. Which is very, boss as shit. I thought that was the coolest shit That's ever. a cool thing to do on a this second cool. date, right? She laid it down. She she put it down. Yeah. She uh, gave you that she, good intellectual And, and by it, you mean James Baldwin. <laughs> I want a girl to lay down that James Baldwin, that JB. Um, yeah, so we're in Montrose, uh, we're in Westheimer. I think we go to like Agora Cafe, mm-hmm. right? And we get a drink and we're walking back and, uh, we, we pass by a car and we're walking down the street and this man in the car that we passed, uh, rolls down his window and starts yelling at us. And he's like, yo, you guys together? You guys together? I already told you the story, right? Keep telling you guys, you, that. you guys, you guys together. And I guess both me and Bookshop Girl are like used to like ignoring people, like right. random strangers yelling on the street. Crackheads on the street, essentially. Look, I ignore you know whoever you know. It can be like a, I, I just so we didn't. I didn't look back and see like who it was, right? And we just like kept on walking, right? And I mean that's it. I mean, I mean it's not, not much story, but, but it's like like this is not the first time. Like this shit has happened, but and we it, need to it, it was like not it. the first time this has happened to her. Like we didn't talk about it because I don't want like that thing to be like part of our date. My my, I guess my theory of like what happened in that moment is that a person saw this image of an Asian man and right. a black woman walking down the street together, and he could not process he's like whoa what is that and so he like really want to know if i was with this girl you know right and to me that's like it's i mean this is like a thing we talk about this podcast it's like justifying your existence like i cannot like i can only like what what is the acceptable person for me to walk down the street with i mean who who get who can i walk down the street with and not be yelled at like whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on here what's going on here another agent person <sighs> so that's what people are used to this is 2017 we're only used to people only dating within the race that does not sound like the america I but also at. again asian men and, and black women seem like they're on the other side of the spectrum and it's something that people don't see as often and so you're gonna get that response trust me i have I don't know. I still grapple with interracial. I actually read this really interesting article that I'm just remembering now from Son of Baldwin, which is this like really pretty militant blog. But it, it's it basically says that my dating choices um, are black only, mm-hmm. and the reason why they're black only is because there is no possible way that you can date someone outside of your race and not be fetishized by them. Because part of the cure, because part of the dating of them is the racial curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very interesting. Um, there's no way that you as a black woman could date outside of your race and not deal with 
somebody else's racial curiosity. And I, I have dated interracially and I will say that that was something that came up. It was, and we were honest about it, but it, it was like, Hey, like I've never had sex with a black woman or I've never been with a black woman or I've never experienced a black woman in this way. And I'm looking for you to kind of define that experience. So we want to dedicate kind of like the rest of the hour to talking about the topic of interracial dating and everything that comes with interracial dating, but also what that means in, you know, politics and entertainment, spiritually, personally, sexually. I mean, I, to me, this is a really big topic right. that I will probably want to bring back maybe again and again with this, um, you know, with this podcast, because for me, dating most of the time is interracial dating. Um, not that I don't date Asian women. Uh, I, my last long relationship was with uh, a girl who was also Chinese. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but to but me, can you break down your, cause you, something that I didn't understand that I learned about you was that you are from Taiwan, but you are also Chinese. Well, it's like, uh, Taiwan is Chinese in the same way that I don't know, like Hawaii or maybe Puerto Rico is an American. Okay. Yeah. Well, I speak Chinese. And I eat Chinese food. Okay. And my name is Chinese. And I descend from China, at least when, you know, Chiang Kai-shek and Mao Zedong had their little civil war after World War II. And right. then Chiang Kai-shek and the Nationalist Party moved all the Han Chinese people to Taiwan. So I'm not native Taiwan. I'm, I'm Han Chinese Taiwan. But that's something that's that critical the- that I feel like people outside of your experience don't understand about you and how... Wait, people don't, don't, people don't understand how Taiwanese people inherit Chinese culture? I don't, I didn't know. And I'm a, I know geography. Like, you don't know I'm people speak Mandarin person. in Taiwan? I do know that. But it's like, are you Taiwanese or are you Chinese? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm ABT. Okay. American born ta- Taiwanese. Okay. Tina, my last girlfriend, was ABC, okay. American born Chinese. Because my parents are from Taiwan, and look, I don't, I don't care what you don't know. Regular let, motherfuckers let you, don't know let this. Me, let me tell you what I do know. Let me tell, okay. let me tell you. Look, look, I don't know what's look. Anyways, so okay. I'm ABT, I'm ABC, but she spoke Mandarin, even though her parents mostly spoke Cantonese, okay. right? Um, and 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 she was the first girlfriend that my parents really acknowledged. Okay. My first girlfriend was uh. Danielle from Long Island. Um, okay, this sounds terrible, but she, okay. she, she, she was a she was a, a Jewish white girl, girl. Okay. Who, who, who um Jewish white same thing. a uh, little different. Mm-mm, no, <laughs> a little different. Not there's too much at the bottom some, of the barrel. No, Jewish. I have a history I, of oppression. I feel like I fuck with Jewish people harder, but at the same and at the end of the day, if you could pass as white, then you white. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, People uh, don't say, "Oh, I'm Jewish." Excuse me, I'm not. I, I'm not just a solid white American. I'm Jewish. If, if Jewish people could just slide up into the spot and be white, you fucking white. Yeah, but I, I feel the same way about Asian people. Okay. I, I feel like Asian people can totally inherit that 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 kind of like the shawl or the sheen of like white privilege. Yeah, to as a, a certain my, level. As a, my, but then as a people, model minority, but like as we learn from. Some other experiences, like like talking about that this American life with SAB and and white people do not perceive you as white. It's about how the dominant race perceives you, and white people perceive you as Asian. But if you are a white person and you could pass as white person and not acknowledge your Jewishness, then you are fucking white. But you 
white people will look at you and say you are an Asian person. Yeah. But yes, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I grew up with white people. Yes. In the suburbs. I grew up with white women in the suburbs. Yes. When I was 12, when I was 13, when the hormone monster was raging, raging. And making you... I was surrounded by white women. You jacked your dick off and skied around everything. <laughs> on white women. Or pictures of white women. Or fantasies of white women. Right. Because those were the people that I was in contact with. Right. So does it make sense for someone who grew up in America to fetishize or idolize white female beauty? I think it makes sense that someone... That, that would happen to someone. Right. And so for me to have the expectation you know not even from my parents but from black people and white people that i have to date asian women who um like 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 what are you talking about are you talking about foreigners or are you talking about other asian americans i can only date you know asian people whose parents immigrated around the 1970s from either china or taiwan maybe korea maybe japan mm -hmm. like what are the rules for me that what are what are the rules that i broke when i was walking down the street with book swap girl and that man was like yo what's going on there why we like, why, why why did i break these rules of like what kind of women asian men are supposed to be with or what kind of women that asian men are expected to be with and if an Asian man is with a black woman, that is a freak occurrence, right? Right. I feel like, I, I just feel like it's really strange that, like, as an Asian guy, I, I walk around and I'm pretty, like, privileged. You know, I'm not the target. And yet when I walk with people who are my dates, all of a sudden I'm a freak. I mean, I'm, I think, I think that this is very interesting because... I feel like immigrant populations don't have the baggage that black people and white people have with one another. And there is this almost secret solidarity pact that black men are supposed to have with black women and that white women are probably supposed to have with white men or whatever. I don't know. I'm not fucking white, but Every time a black woman or a black man steps outside of the realm to be with somebody outside of their race, you are breaking a system of solidarity that, hey, we are here at the bottom and we are struggling together and you are abandoning me. Mm. It's that deep. And you aren't conscious to that experience because that's not your experience, which is fair. You kind of come in green like, oh, Look, let me prance around and date who I want to date. And I'm sorry, I feel like I, I don't mean to demean you in that way, but you know, black people are trudging through this history of degradation. And when you say, I don't know, I, I do feel like dating can be a political expression. I remember, um, reading this encounter between Eartha Kitt and who was at the time this really influential um, activist, Harry Belafonte. And both of, they were basically fucking, like they were, they were talking in the modern way. He would never commit to her. And what he said to her was that 
a black man can never get ahead with a black woman. He has to, in order to elevate himself and like his date status, yeah. he needs to date up. And in dating up, he means dating a white woman. And it is the constant abandonment that black women feel that we are left at the bottom by our own men and that we don't have access to white men or Asian men or anybody because they would never be interested in us because we are essentially at the bottom. Mm -hmm. This is like the, the, the picture of top NBA players and their wives as a symbol of white supremacy. It is. It's. Thoughts. I know that's a stereotype that NBA players date white women, but, but they. Like, but if they they ran the statistics and found out that most of them don't, most of them are married to black women. Oh, okay. But we pay attention and zoom into the interracial ones because mm. you know they're kind of an affront. So, so I, I, my idea for how to talk about interracial dating was to first to go through a taxonomy, okay. taxonomy, which is it's like it's like a kind of a detailed breakdown of different categories okay. in which how we feel about we're just we're restricting it what we're making a very small segment of the population just okay. asian people black people and white people and how we feel about okay. them dating each other so you kind of talk about how black women feel when they see so like look, look let's say we or us or like our idea of other people are in that car okay. and we see a couple walk down the street what are our thoughts and feelings of that couple okay. so when you see a black man and a black woman you kind of talk about as a black woman or sorry a black man and a white woman yes you talk about what you feel as a black woman right I'm like, so, fuck so, you you're trying to level up right and you have succumbed to um what society has taught you and is that this white woman is in this window juliet balcony above you and in order to when you attain her she is a prize and you can now elevate in society right and you have abandoned us as black women and i know it's not that deep but that's how the fuck i feel so literally everything you said that's how i feel when i see an asian girl with a white guy that makes sense I have a, I had a roommate, um, a, a white, a white guy who happens to only date Asian women. <laughs> and her girlfriend, uh, his, his girlfriend, uh, is from China and she only happens to date white men. Okay. And she told me that there is actually a hierarchy with dating, uh, if, if you're a girl from China. Okay. So, 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 so the very bottom is another Chinese man. Okay. Because you're not dating up, right? Okay. Uh, uh, oh, this is what Asian people do. We, we come to America, right? And we get like a fancy degree at like UT Austin. You see how I many you know Asian people come and get degrees at right. in America, and because there's this idea of like the American dream, right? So for Chinese girls, the American dream is not a Chinese guy. Okay. So this, so so this, the second rung in the ladder is an is an ABC, someone like me, an American born Chinese person. So okay. someone you can relate to, and you kind of look. You know, the same race, right. but, he, they're, but they're from America. So they bring all this kind of thing. But the number one thing on that ladder is a white American. And that's what they had with each other. And, and, and for me, I just, there's this feeling of, I don't know if you understand this feeling as a black woman where it's like, if I can't even get the person in my own race, what is there for me? If, if the other gender of my same race feels like they have to, be outside of my race to like step up to be better. What does that say about how that person feels about what we are as a race? That's exactly. I mean, in and in, in that way, I feel like Asian men or Black women are are 
have hit the parallel and in that we are generally unwanted and it's exemplified. I remember growing up and in order to, and something that I still experience when I'm grown as hell and dating grown as hell men is that the features about me that don't identify with blackness are really attractive and people make sure to point that out. Like, yeah, your hair is really different from most black girls. It's a little straight. And I like that. I like that. I can run my fingers through your hair. And so the things about me that are accentuated and most attractive are the things that are distant from blackness. And so as Mm -hmm. a woman that almost, because your value in society is your beauty that makes you want to continue to distance yourself from blackness even more. Right. Um, And it's fucked up. I mean, it's all Fuck about these it, dudes. It's, it's, it's all about racial proximity, right? Yeah. Like I, you could say, this sounds super judgmental, but like the person you date kind of represents kind of like the person that you want to be. And I think Asian women who date white men, it they, they rep- it, it represents a certain striving towards the racial proximity, not of a- to Asianness but to whiteness. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you know I don't want to imply that just because like a black guy can't date a white woman and not be like a sellout or right. whatever not black enough or the same thing with asians like oh you're not going to be proud of your roots right but i think to me like same thing with me like what i get complimented for as a man is prox is a proximity to a certain archetype right no girl ever rewards me for anything that fulfills an asian stereotype right they only fulfill that they only like it when i fulfill Stereotypes of men who are not Asian. Right. You know, sportiness or like coolness, down to earthness, like street smarts. They don't want the image of what they think a nerdy Asian guy is. Right. So like, I feel like, look, you you said a person, you know, gets weirded out when they see an Asian man and black woman because they're so different. We're here relating and we're kind of saying we have the same experience where I have my own versions of like, straighten your hair don't have that natural hair right you know like that version of it is like be confident go outside be you know join a frat be a bro drink beer there's a certain performance of maleness this right. might not be necessarily whiteness that it i mean but, drink but, beer join you know, a frat that sounds like whiteness yeah that's not what black people tell each other it's like, like you know those asian guys right? <laughs> right i don't know if you know you know but like you know those asian guys who are they know that their path to getting laid, um, especially with like a white girl or mm. you know someone who is outside of like their their own racial history, right. is to again distance themselves from their own from their racial own proximity. Culture. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. So are, are are we? We're like speaking the same language yeah. here. Yeah, we are. We are, and it sucks. It's shitty to be at the bottom. I mean, I used to joke like. Oh, it's so easy for it's easier for Asian women than Asian men in terms of like people see Asian women as a poss- sexual possibility. Same thing with black. It's like black men are like a sexual possibility. And what They're I like hate, a fetish. What I hate about that with are, black, black men is they are, don't want to acknowledge. They don't. Black men don't want to acknowledge that um, black women go through this. They don't want to acknowledge our pain. Yeah. And in that way, they become a, in a position of privilege. They don't want to acknowledge that black women are rejected and that people don't see that us as beautiful and that we're loud. And they, they want to ignore that so they don't have to deal with it. And we don't have to be in solidarity about the fact that black women are disregarded and dismissed. 
Can I ask you a question? Yes. When an entire race is stereotyped as a certain way, does that impact impact the men of that race and the women of that race differently? For example, for example, I'll, I'll give me an example. When an entire race of Asian people are stereotyped as submissive and passive mm-hmm. and like very good at following directions okay. and being a follower, does that make all the men want the Asian women? Because those are traits that men think women, it, women should have. Yes. But that makes all the women not want Asian men because all the women now think, oh, well, your women are weak and that's that, that that means the men want the women, but your men are also weak because right. Asians are weak and meek and passive and silent right. and and women don't want them. So say I, I don't know how that applies to black stereotypes and how that certain black stereotypes are put to both men, black men and black women will affect the black man and the black woman in a very different way because of the gender, because of um what we expect from what men and women should be. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? So I I do agree. I think that there are cultivated negative and negative stereotypes about black people, A, to justify the economic necessity of slavery. Mm-hmm. So in order to justify this free labor, we needed to demean the working population, which were black people, and say that they are stupid and they are strangely loyal and that they are submissive Mm -hmm. um and so some of those stereotypes are based on what came out of justifying slavery and then you know the newer ones you know i guess i in the last hundred years is that black women are loud we are defiant dominant Mm -hmm. we operate as men and then with black men it's that they are hypersexual Mm -hmm. um large penises, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them work to your advantages. So yes, we are saying no, no, the same thing. I, I, I think, I, but I think, I think the, I think the, I think the logic of racism sometimes is not as nuanced to have specific, I, I know there are specific black women right. and black men stereotypes, but I feel like if you paint a broader stroke, which right. I feel like happens a lot and just say all black people are, let's say loud. Right. We like loud men more than loud women. So yes. maybe that stereotype will affect the women in a very different way. I agree. Right? I agree with you. And then when we say all Asian people are quiet, well, we want our women to we be want quiet. Our women to be to quiet. Be so submissive. that's why they don't like black women. You know, right. you know there's a fetish for Asian women right. because it's some like petite, sexy doll or whatever, right? right? I mean, it's it, this is so fascinating because it's like. It's fascinating. And also strange. I don't know. And, and that's why, and because I think Asians and Black people, they do have like, like opposite stereotypes. Right. So it's like people think Asians are safe and passive. Right. Right. And kind of meek. And, and that to benefits be clear, the women. I have never met a passive Asian woman. I mean, I'm gonna be real. Like, I don't know. I have, I have a lot of a decent amount. Yeah, of Yeah, look, we're talking about friends. the stereotypes. We're not saying if they're true. Exactly. Or not, no, but and I'm, I'm just not accusing these are you of the stereotypes. that. And it's just interesting because all of the Asian women that I know will beat the fuck out of you. It's just really interesting. I don't know. The, yeah, but the, that, the stereotype still them. exists. Yeah, the, the stereotype still exists that Asian people are quiet and that benefits passive. the women yeah. and, uh, or passive. And then if there's a stereotype, I don't know if there is a stereotype that uh, black people are uh, dangerous or violent. Yes. 
There, there's no the sexual there's no land. sexual desire for a dangerous and violent woman, but there is a sexual desire for dangerous and violent men. Or men who take charge. So I guess my thesis is that black stereotypes sexually sometimes not necessarily Privileged benefit men, black but, 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 men. but like well, in terms of fetish fetishization. Yes. You know? And then Asian stereotypes quote unquote privilege. I don't want to. I don't want to imply that one so, one gender is like more privileged than I, other. But can I argue that? But they serve fetishization of one gender where it doesn't serve feti- fetishization of another gender. But you can look at it this way: is that the the way that we're perceived benefits black women in the workplace and also Asian men in the workplace? So economically, yeah, sure, the gender stereotypes benefit men and women sexually and then one in another case it it benefits them in the workplace i feel like because of the stereotypes that we are loud we are domineering and you know but we aren't as violent as black men i think that black women do better Mm -hmm. economically and we're you know not as gunned down in the streets (laughs) yeah look I'll, i'll play into the privileges of my stereotypes all the time right if it's a boss and they stereotype me as a hard-working person Right. Sure. Okay. Sure. I'm Stere- take that. Go ahead and stereotype me. If a cop pulls, this has happened so many times where a cop pulls me over, and they're just like, "What are you, a student or something? <laughs> You're not a badass. I'm I'm chasing badass. I'm chasing you know gangsters or whatever. Right. You know, a, a, any dark colored person with, with a hoodie, obviously, is way more dangerous than I am. Violent. And I play into that stereotype i'm like oh i'm sorry yeah i'm I'm a nerdy guy and you know i'm never i you should never arrest me because i pose no threat to anyone ever right. because i'm asian and all asian people are, are passive whatever i'll play into that and right. benefit from it so i'm not I, so i, I think it's yeah it like depends on the realm but i think in the sexual realm if this is a show about you know we're not talking about like black lives matter like right. you know a cop stuff we're just talking about in the dating realm right you know um um, it's 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 skewed. There's statistics about this. Okay, That's Cupid, true. right? Okay, Cupid released like who gets matched the most? Who gets matched the most? White men, white women, Asian women. Yes. Who gets matched the least? Asian men, black men, black women. Black women, like black women, like lower than any other demographic. Like it was pretty depressing. <laughs> it's it's the, it's the white supremacy. Dun, dun, dun. It's but you know it's the white supremacy, but it it hurts that even the people that you think that are by your side, black men are are really have abandoned you. I don't know. I feel this sense of abandonment from black men. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that same thing from Asian women, or is that it's it's so weird that like in some ways I do understand the rude ass guy mm-hmm. shouting from a car because I've been that guy. It's like. You see this a lot more in New York City, right? It's like, right. if I see a white guy with an Asian girl, I get kind of mad. Okay. Well, let's go through the taxonomy, right? Right. When I see an Asian girl, uh, sorry, an Asian guy with any type of girl who isn't Asian, right. I, I like want to high five him. I'm like, good for you and good for her for seeing your sexuality. That's how I feel about, yeah. Right? So maybe that guy was just 
wanted to chant. Maybe it was an Asian guy. I don't know. Maybe it was an Asian guy. I'd be like, yo, you guys together? Because you, you guys awesome. You know, I believe no, in you, blah, blah, blah. No, you think it was, it, it came out of racism? It came I out do. of like, oh my God, this is a circus act. Please explain and justify your existence. You I think do. it's more that. I do. Okay. I think that when people act in that aggressive behavior at night, usually it's, it's not necessarily positive. Right. But I'm, I don't know if I'm being. Okay, so we've gone through, so we don't really like, this is, I think this is a little tongue-in-cheek, but we don't really like black men with white women. Black men with white women? We don't, I don't really like white dudes with Asian girls. Right. Because of that thing. Okay, Asian dude with white girl. How do you feel about that? I don't care. I'm indifferent. Nope. You're indifferent? Don't even give a shit. It's not my community. It's not, I don't feel any sense of ownership or responsibility. Okay, because I'm like, high five, dude. Yeah. Good job. Because I don't see, like... A lot of white girls have like, mm, I've never been interested in right. Asian men. I've never fantasized about Asian men. I don't find I had a conversation right. with with a girl and I just mentioned the phrase Asian bodybuilder. And she's like, what? There are Asian bodybuilders? And I Googled Asian bodybuilder and she's like, what? Oh my God. Asian people can be buff and strong and like blah, blah, blah. It's like, just like there's a, there's a certain con- concept right. of Asian maleness that... I get happy when I see an Asian guy with a white girl. So, right. so I'm, I'm pro Asian dudes with white girls, except, except there's a moment. <laughs> there's a moment in my last relationship. So, so I was dating a black girl. Okay. And she saw me like either talking about white women or like going after white women. And she's like, you need to stop fucking with white women because you're, ra-. it's like, she said that. Asian men's like idolization and fetishization of white women is very problematic because it's like, white supremacist so that's another take right. i don't know i i don't care like okay. I'm, I'm you don't care the same way you care about black dudes with white yes. girls because you're I'm, more territorial i'm territorial right. i'm generally territorial and also i feel like you are affirming your um your cultivation in white supremacy. You are affirming that, hey, this white woman has something that she can, I can benefit from her. And I need you to acknowledge that. Every- but you don't feel that same way about Asian dudes? No, so Asian dudes are at risk of doing that, walking that down that same problematic path, but what black dudes are? I'm, I spend so much energy in blackness that I really you don't, don't care about Asian dudes. I You're do- saying you don't care not, about it. Not that I don't care, but it's like, you don't, you, know, you don't dedicate your mind, you dedicate your mind to think, thinking about black men and their problems, but you don't dedicate your mind to thinking about Asian men. I will, I will say that if that's problematic, that's fine, but it's true. Well, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as problematic as a white dude with an Asian girl. Okay. It's like, I, I love how like, that the black way we're talking- with white men, women is not as problematic with a, with a white woman with an Asian. Wait, I'm confused. Break this down for me. No, the comparison is a white girl. Sorry, maybe I'm getting confused. Okay. A white girl, no, a white guy with an Asian girl. Then that's the one that I don't. I don't like. I don't care. Okay. It's okay. Like whatever. Yeah. Okay. It has nothing to do. What with about? Me. Okay. Okay. What about? I, I love how this is like really like philosophical, intellectual, and also like super petty at yeah. once. I love it. <laughs> this is like this is like the only way to talk about dating. I love right? petty shit. Okay. Um, white dude with black girl. I'd be like, yes, black girl, get it. Because there are so many intelligent. What? Yes. Because there are so many intelligent, hardworking black women out here mm-hmm. that we always choose black men. Black men don't choose us. 
So when I see a black woman with a white man, I congratulate her because look, these black men have left us in the fucking sand and they don't give a shit. They're dating everyone else because we are not as valuable. We're loud, we're ghetto, we're obnoxious. So yes, get yours, motherfucking squirrel on this world. Okay. I'm all about it. Okay. I'm all well too. Um, I mean, (laughs) okay. It's kind of weird. Right, it's it's almost like double standard, but but it's not because it we're is. talking about the history. It's of it. about, but it's a it's about the numbers. Yeah, it's about the numbers. how many? Available, I don't see that a lot. I don't see that a lot. How many available educated black men are there who choose to date white women versus how many available educated black women who want to date black men, but black men are not accessible to us. Yeah. So we need to be seeking outside of our race. Yeah. It is a numbers game. Yeah. So, so you get it. Well, and I want to fist bump the Asian guy who's. Yes, you know, I do get that. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. Um. So that was black black dude. Oh no, black dude, white girl. We've done white dude with black girl. We've done black dude with Asian girl. Still, fuck you. You still are trying to distance yourself. First of all, in L.A., like Asian girls that are mixed with black people are like the. It's it's about distancing yourself from blackness. Mm. I think it's about distancing yourself from Asianness. <laughs> so we both don't like because we're we're neither we're not <laughs> because we we're not black men or Asian women. <laughs> we don't like that pair because we feel like excluded it. from that. We pair. We are excluded. It is an intentional exclusion. Obviously, the numbers back us up. I don't see that very often, and I feel it's like it, I feel like it takes a bit for an Asian girl. To be, I, I really think it takes a lot for any Asian person to be in that world, like my, be dating a black person. My uncle so it, is I feel married like it's a different a Chinese woman. Yeah, it's happened in my family. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, still kind of rare, right? Mm, not in rare. California. Really, black it's dudes and Asian girls. Yes, Filipinos and black people. Okay. Anything to get away from the. Nappy-headed jigaboos that are black women, <laughs> or anything to get away from the what this the, the skinny non-entities, the the, the pale-faced math nerds that are Asian men, right? I guess you know. See, I think about I the, what, what the women are thinking. What yeah. are the women thinking when they go for like it's can't can't say, so like one of the girls I fell in love with in college. Her name was Erin Lu Hing. Okay. Um, and she is very. Her skin is probably darker than yours. Okay. But she has a Chinese mother, and, a, and a black father. Okay. And her last name is Lu Hing, which okay. is a Chinese thing. And we connected, and we're both like, you know, nerdy people, and we had a really good connection. You know, gorgeous woman, and and then um, uh, I invited her like her. You know, I was very involved in a Chinese club, uh, Brandeis uh, Chinese Students Association, right. and she wasn't about that. And you know, next time I saw her, she was at the Black Students Association, hanging out with a bunch of black people, like being in touch with that aspect of who she is, right. which is honestly really hard in a Jewish liberal university. Like, right. it, it is not very diverse, you know. So, you know, to be a, another black person, you know, being being in that club, that must have been important for her. But being and, biracial and is challenging in itself. Yeah, and so for me, I felt like. That she, like, that, the image of her, like, standing and talking to these black men who I felt, like, threatened by. This is, this is, a, this is probably a problematic story, whatever. <laughs> Keep and I was just like, she has chose 
a conception of who she wants to be in which I am no longer a part of. Okay. You know? So the petty part of it is like, oh, she she's in the black men, not Asian people. Or that for some reason, the accident, it's like when an Asian person and a black person marry and they have a child, that child will always, for themselves maybe, but for society, be black. Not necessarily. And not be Asian. Because she doesn't look Asian. She looks black. And that has a lot to do with how she's politicized. Yeah. Like... So it wasn't her fault. So she had to choose that. Yeah. When you look a certain way, people will designate what you are allowed to be. And sometimes it's easier to succumb to that designation than to actually empower yourself and say that I'm a part of both. And it's confusing and threatening to both communities um, when you don't choose. Right. And it's unfair but at the same time, we have strong oppositions and we have strong struggles that we're going in with very different priority issues. Right. So, you know, I understand how you, you can be divided. But again, I don't have that experience. I'm definitely not mixed. I'm black as fuck. So black. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we're talking about interracial relationships the product of it of which is biracial people biracial children and for me it's it's just it's just strange that like it's not science right science is if i have a cup of water and it's half water and half oil Mm -hmm. and the oil's like on top i don't say it's a cup of water right it's a cup of half water half oil right but when we elect someone who is half white and half black we we have just elected our first black president, not right. our first biracial president. That's not who Obama is. Obama's not our first biracial president. Obama's right. our first black president. Right. So all of a sudden, he's not white. He's not white at all, even though he's half white, because you know, et cetera, et cetera. And right. Erin Luhin, she was she she could never be a Chinese girl, even though she was half like you know half a right. Chinese girl. You know, so you know, race is not just like genetic, right? It's not just genetics. It's it's this stuff that people put on it's each other deep. she she just was black and i was just like if i had talked to my parents about like i'm dating a chinese girl they'd be like no that's not a chinese girl that's <laughs> a, black girl. a black girl you do not know she's not chinese right like i think she knew that the black community will probably accept her in a way that the chinese community never would which breaks my heart because i wanted to have her be a part of the Brennan's chinese club right but that's just not how we race operates in America. We we do not it's not logical that way. Right. I I don't know. I've again, I feel selfish in that I haven't spent time in these points of views that are outside of my experience. Um again, I look at that girl who is half black and half Chinese and I'm like, you're fucking black. All it takes is a drop. If you look at the history of cases, when you look at Plessy versus Ferguson, right. you are an octoroon. Yeah. You mean one eighth black. Yeah. You need to go to the back of the fucking train. Yeah. Like, even if you look at the policy in this country around what defines blackness, it is a very little drop yeah. means that you're black. Yeah. Dad has depth in our policy Mm. so i mean Mm -hmm. you know that's rooted in history so i understand but i understand your point of view of wanting her 
to be able to identify both of those things. And I do feel like in a more progressive world, somebody should be able to exist in that duality, but it's complex. And I'm not going to say that I haven't pushed interracial people that I knew to fucking choose Hmm. because it made it more comfortable for me. Hmm. Our our last little taxonomy thing is Asian dude with black. How do you feel about that? You see, I mean, it's like rare. I rarely see. There's that guy you showed me on Instagram who's like the Asian guy who only hangs out with black people. And I would have, he could have, I would have thrown it at him. No, no, I'm not kidding. Hey, he could have got it. Um, it doesn't bother me. Again, a black girl is in a relationship and she is being loved. So, (laughs) hey, it doesn't bother me either. (laughs) Because we're we're in that. Exactly. (laughs) We're we're in that relationship. Or we see it's our. We see ourselves. Basically, there. what I want at the end of the day is for black women to be acknowledged and be in healthy relationships and have the opportunity to be loved fully and wholly. Yeah. And when white supremacy compromises that, it pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. Same thing with Asian men. <laughs> I think if we're making petty comparisons, I think Asian men are, not to brag, but I think we're more privileged than black women. So it's not the same thing because I feel like on a daily basis, I just don't have to as much to complain about. But I don't know. I, I, people don't talk about it as much, like yeah. the plight of the Asian man. You know what I mean? Uh, but but I, I really but think like the sexual voice. hierarchy is real. The sexual totem pole right. is real. And when you're at the bottom, you know. And you know that you have to compensate for it. But then you again, know? I feel like black Asian men you know, and refute me if necessary, have not given voice to their specific struggle. They haven't decided to have... I'm doing this shit right now! Exactly, but you are... I got a podcast! But but where are your... What are your examples that you point to of Asian men who have stood up in this space and said, hey, we are constantly being rejected as sexual beings and we are on the bottom of this totem pole. How do I point to that? I have so many people, so many black women that I can point to who exist in that space and activism in that sense. Well, well, okay. I I will say it's more of a problem because you're talking about the category of men airing their sexual frustrations. Okay. Okay. So we're only a couple of steps away from um what that 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 man what roger you you know that mass shooter who shot up the um the white sorority and he had a manifesto of being like the nerdy white guy who men you know women never looked at him Mm -hmm. and women deserve to like be his sexual fantasy and because he didn't get that he he shot him up right so it comes from like this idea of i'm a nerdy guy who women don't look at and that's like that makes me very angry. I'm a nice guy. All these jocks, they rape women, they date rape women, and they treat women like shit, and they get rewarded. Right. Whereas here I am, poor me, you know, I'm the gentleman, and I don't get the pussy I deserve. Right. I totally understand that point of view because I, me and all my friends are sexually frustrated nerds, but I just, I, I think it's a very dangerous path to go down. It's, 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 um, it's, I mean, talking about misogyny with an right. a- Asian male community, you know, um, it's 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 difficult. I, I mean, I think black men did it in a certain way by sexu- exerting their sexuality. I don't know, like a lot of music that I receive from, I mean, black men 
white men, all sort of it's it's, it, it, it's some kind of assertion of masculinity. Yeah. Right. So, do you want that from Asian men? Do you want bro raps and like, <laughs> you know, um, is that what, what we're looking for? I don't know. Or, or are we looking for something? You know, maybe leans into the sensitivity, you know, <laughs> of that Asian men people think inhabit, you know, master none, right? right? Um, and um, I had trouble the big being set. You should watch the big set. Yeah, I had trouble being attracted to that character. <laughs> well, I was super attracted to that white girl. Of so, course, you know, everybody's basic. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's. It's interesting because we have all of these constructs that we find are just unhealthy for us and rule people out and are exclusionary. I feel like as a black woman, I don't have problems finding people who are attracted to me or curious, not attracted, curious about me sexually. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm something to be, you know, penetrated and cast aside Mm -hmm. because no one could ever walk with me publicly. And that is heartbreaking. Yeah, and when you do, dudes be shouting shit at you. Shouting shit, right? The disrespect. I'd I'd love to continue this conversation even more. I want, you know, our our uh seven hundred million uh reader uh followers. The that gazillion we have. I want, people who I want our to five us. billion um listeners to. I don't know. This could be an idea. Like, write in and like, you know, oh, write us yes. letters. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm curious for people like. You know, think of like Facebook message or something like that. Um, like people in interracial relationships, what their what their story is. You know, I feel like for every different kind of combination comes with it, uh, with it different kinds of baggage. Because I so think that- I, I do want to hear from our non-existent <laughs> yet, but uh, mm-hmm. millions of listeners. Um, but also for myself to gain a sense of um, empathy for these relations that I quote-unquote disprove of i feel like there's a humanity in them that i'm not acknowledging because i'm so stuck in all of my prejudice and my shit yeah and i'd love to hear some humanity so i can understand i think that there's a bridge there a bridge to understanding that i'm not walking across and i would welcome the building of that bridge yeah there are black women with white women in relationships that are not get out. Black men with white women. Yeah, you'd have to prove a lot to <laughs> That they're just not <laughs> get out. I am. I'm, I'm really... I mean, get out probably set that trend back a couple of years, right? <laughs> no, they didn't. It's not going to stop black men from trying to elevate themselves by dating white women. Okay. It's not. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I don't know. Maybe we can get some feedback. This maybe is people. Deep. I feel like we probably upset everyone <laughs> because it was just like this like fuck everybody for not accepting us i feel like that was that was the energy yeah a little bit and i feel and i'm sincere i'm, t- in I'm telling you this is intellectual and super petty yes it's super petty at the same it's time. super petty at the same damn time okay this is a big good episode okay okay